Hi, and welcome to the Feminization Boudoir Podcast. I'm your host, Kylie Gable, and we are, well, usually this airs Monday night. Today it's airing on Tuesday morning. Some real life stuff interfered. Sometimes there's things more important than a podcast, like being a good friend. So, um, here we are. Hope you don't mind the slight delay. We have two audios today. Um, one is from Raina means queen on on night flirt and uh she's great she's got a a slightly different voice than some of our uh other readers uh, a little deeper which i think is very powerful for some parts and this is i think the only audio story i've written and, and even one of the only few i've seen about about new year's eve and it's it's first person from a wife who got cheated on last new year's eve and uh has made some changes, so it's kind of her talking to her husband. So without further ado, this is NYE, short for New Year's Eve, by Raina Means Queen. Oh, I like this. It's very slinky and extremely sexy. I'm glad you've got the curves for it, even if we had to buy you some of them, beamed Donna as she zipped her husband up. Of course... The hormones are really starting to give you some shape of your own. Do we have to go out tonight, moaned David? Of course we do, she laughed, smacking him lightly on his behind. Now, go sit at the vanity. Yes, ma'am, he said. I can't believe you'd want to skip a New Year's Eve party, she snickered, applying foundation to his hairless face. The electrolysis assured that he would be hairless. I just didn't want to be seen, he mumbled. Oh, nonsense. You got lucky last New Year's Eve, remember? Maybe you'll get lucky tonight, too. I bet Kevin is hoping to get lucky with you. She took a soft brush and dusted his face with powder until his complexion was flawless. Kevin, he asked. Well, yes, silly. He's your date tonight. Remember how he covered for you when you were banging that waitress in our hotel room? I'm sure he'd love to recreate that night with him in her position. Well, actually, I suppose he'd have to be the guy if you ever had any kind of a tryst, she giggled. I thought you'd be my date, he said sheepishly. Oh, don't be silly, she laughed. I already have a date. I like my men to be men. You do understand, don't you? David was crushed. He was a real man. Or at least he used to be. It's not like he wanted her to feminize him. How could she reject him now, when she was the one that made him unmanly? Suck in your cheeks, dear, she instructed while she applied his blush. Do you have a New Year's resolution? No. I haven't thought of one, he shrugged. I'm sure something will come to you. You know, I didn't have a resolution last year until I walked in on you and that waitress. I wonder if she'll be working tonight, pondered Donna. I decided my resolution should be not to be a throw rug for an unappreciative asshole of a husband and that I would find a way to take charge of my life again. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, he pleaded. Oh, I know you are. That seems like 
Such a lifetime ago, doesn't it? She asked rhetorically. You used to own pants then. Do you remember how you used to fight me when this all started? I do, he muttered. Aw, don't pout. You just didn't know any better, she smiled. But I taught you. How long did I have to keep you tied up before you begged me to shave off your body hair? Eight hours, mistress, he answered. Was it eight? She laughed. Wow, it didn't really seem that long to me. Did it seem that long to you? Yes, it did, he replied honestly. Well, that's water under the bridge. Just like that time you tried to get physical with me? How'd that turn out for you, she questioned him. She enjoyed getting him to admit his own humiliation at her hands. You put me over your knee and gave me a spanking, he cringed. Who knew that those self-defense classes I was taking would be so effective? She laughed. Don't feel bad, though. Aren't you happier not having to act like some big, tough, macho man all the time? Yes, ma'am, he responded instinctively. And didn't your secretary just compliment you yesterday on how your man bag matched your shoes? I'm surprised to learn she had a pair of flats just like them. What are the odds? Anyway, I need you to look up so I can do your eyes, she commanded. I would like to be able to buy at least some of my outfits from the men's section again. Just for work, he pleaded while complying with her request. Oh, nonsense. The stuff they sell in menswear is so boring. Don't your legs look great in that dress and those stockings? I bet Kevin can't wait to have them wrapped around him. She teased as she attacked his eyes with relish. Please don't make us do this, David pleaded. I'm sorry, babe, but I'd hate to disappoint Maggie like that. She's been planning this as Kevin's big coming out party for some time now. She wasn't happy when she found out that he was covering for your infidelities, and when she found out about his own tryst, that kind of sealed his fate, replied Donna. What do you mean by coming out party, asked David. Oh, don't worry about it, she smiled. Besides, when I have you blow my lovers, don't you always tell me that you're only attracted to women? I'll bet you'll like Kevin even better this way. He's dressing like a woman, too, shuddered David. Oh, don't be jealous, my little sissy. I'm sure you'll still be the belle of the ball, she mocked. Now pucker up. As she applied the lipstick to her husband's lips, Donna felt a sense of power that was truly exhilarating and addictive. If her date were here already, she'd probably throw him on the bed and ravage him right then and there. David did everything he could to keep from crying. Oh, and don't worry about your chastity tonight. I'm taking it off before we go so that you and Kevin can enjoy yourselves. My date is footing the bill for a suite with three bedrooms for all of us at the hotel. Even better, he set video equipment up in your room so we can watch all the action at our leisure later on, she cooed. No, David started to cover his head with his hands, but Donna quickly slapped aside his wrist. Do not mess up your makeup, David. I will be very unhappy, she announced. 
There will be plenty of action to watch, won't there? Yes, ma'am, he stammered. As she brushed out his long hair and clasped a strand of pearls around his neck, after a final spritzing of perfume, the couple made their way to the living room to await the arrival of their dates. Donna and Maggie were greeted by two clearly alpha males. They were tall, muscular, and good-looking. They each owned their own company and made more money in a month than David or Kevin made in a year. They confidently took their dates in their arms and kissed them with an intense passion that swept them off their feet. Donna and Maggie then looked expectantly at Kevin and David, who were also required to kiss each other with passion. Their lipsticked mouths rubbed against each other as their tongues invaded their best friend's mouth. David stared at Kevin intently. He was a far better looking woman than he would have thought in his sequined red dress and sophisticated updo. They held hands as their wives sneered in satisfaction at the sissified friends turned lovers and thought to themselves, what a difference a year makes. So that was Raina Means Queen with her reading of NYE. Um, so that, that audio is obviously a little short, um, which brings me up to two points. Um, I have two audios today. The, the second one is going to be from Mistress DJ, who's a longtime friend of the show. But, you know, I've, I've been playing more of shorter audios, which means I've been giving you the whole one, an audio that's eight minutes long. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to play four minutes, um. But I do appreciate support. If if you like it and you want to see more audios produced, please consider making a purchase or a sponsorship, your choice. Even things like leaving reviews and leaving feedback, which don't cost any money, make a big make a big difference. I got some feedback this week that was great because it it, it definitely helped me to clarify how I feel about doing the interviews on this podcast and. Um, it helped give me some direction for the for the show, which I which I'm grateful for. But um, so yeah, you're gonna get two complete stories uh, this week. The second one is by Mr. DJ, and it's like eleven minutes long. And uh, it was originally one that I wrote and she recorded for a client oh several months back. And uh, I was just kind of waiting for a situation where the main audio for the show was a little bit short, like today, to, to play it. So it's called Felicity. Uh, you'll see why. Uh, so here's Mr. DJ with Felicity. You know, I'm constantly checking my students' grades to make sure that everybody is making progress in my class. And I noticed your grade is really slipping. I have to admit, I'm very disappointed about it. I don't think this class is too hard for you. You're very bright. So what is it? Why are you struggling so with this class? I beat my head against a wall trying to understand what was going on. You know, I had no idea. None at all. I couldn't figure out why you were struggling. Last week, I decided to watch you in class and see if I could figure out what was happening. 
everything looked fine for the first 10 minutes. And then I noticed that when you didn't think I was paying attention, you would start doodling. Would you be kind enough to take out your notebook, please? I insist. Take out your notebook and do not make me tell you to take it out again. Now do as you're told. That's better. See, you can be a good boy. Now hand it to me. Do it now. Let's see these doodles. Ah, there we are. Now let's look at the big sketch. You really have some talent, though it seems like you're fascinated with certain imagery. Would you like to explain that? Yes, the picture of me in the leather outfit holding a whip. Would you care to explain it? What exactly does that mean to you? Do you think I'm busting your balls? Or do you wish I was busting your balls? Hmm. One thing I noticed about all these pictures of me, in most of them, I have this small girl with me. She seems very frightened. And I guess I do look quite mean with those high-heeled boots and that leather outfit on. You know, at first, I had no idea who that girl was either. I know you say she's just a girl but I think you're much too creative for it. You're much too creative for this just to be some girl. I actually think I figured out who she is. There's that picture you drew where I tied that girl to a chair and I'm giving her a makeover. Her wig is resting on the desk and it's very clear she's actually a guy. In fact, it's pretty obvious that it's a specific guy. It's pretty obvious that it's you. But you don't look like a guy in these pictures. Actually, come to think of it, you don't look much like a guy in real life either. You're kind of a wimp, aren't you? You have just drawn so many pictures of me being so cruel to you. I don't know which one I like the most. So, this is what you obsess about in my class instead of doing your work? Very interesting. That is very interesting. What do I want? Well, the first thing I'm going to want is your confession. You see, I want it to be very clear what you're doing in my class in case there's any disagreement. You know, I always thought you were so shy in class. There may still be some truth to that, but now I can see that you weren't looking down at the floor. You were staring at my boots. Yes, I love fine leather. And I can see that you do too. Start licking. I want these boots to shine when you're done. Do you understand me? 
You may be lazy in my class, but I better not see a lazy tongue. Now, because I can see how you're dressed in these pictures, I trust that you're a little sissy. Is that not correct? Speak up. I thought as much. Tell me your darkest, sickest fantasies and don't leave anything out. You really are a little bitch. Well, I obviously can't call you Daniel anymore. And Danielle is so boring. I hate those names where if you don't listen carefully, you can almost convince yourself I'm calling you by your old boy name. Well, since you're failing, maybe I should call you something like Felina. Or... Fellini, or Felicity. Actually, that's not bad. That is not a bad idea. I think you would make a stunning Felicity. Don't you agree? I know sissies like you don't have a whole lot where it counts. Yours probably looks like a pinky finger wearing a tutu, but I want to see it. Pull down your pants, sissy. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> it's even smaller than I thought. Oh, oh. I'm sure you're probably a virgin with a dick like that. Mm. Never play with yourself after eating Cheetos, or somebody might mistake it for a baby carrot. Maybe I should do you a favor and let you finally come. What do you think, sissy? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a countdown. And let's see if you're man enough to get off. <laughs> Frankly, I doubt it since you're hung like a toad. And you may start now. One. Two. Three. Four. Five, six, seven. How are you doing, sissy? I see you're getting a little bit hard. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I can see you want it. Thirteen, fourteen. 15, 16, 17, oh, it's going to be close, 18, 19, 20. Get your hands off. <laughs> Sorry, Sissy, you didn't make it in time. Zip up those pants. Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, teaching this class is very important to me. I'm not much older than you are, so it's important for me to make sure I have control of my class. I'm new enough that I feel like I have to constantly work and strive to improve my teaching. That's why I record all my lectures. You didn't know that, did you? <laughs> 
Well, what's the point of a hidden camera if everybody can see it? Look behind you and to your left, right where the plants are. Sticking out of the fern is the camera. And you can see it if you look closely. Your entire confession was caught on camera. <laughs> You've really done it this time, sissy. You are so busted right now. I suppose I should tell you how things are going to be for you going forward, Felicity. The first thing is, your grades are going to improve. If your average in my class isn't up to an A by the end of the semester, I'm going to expose you. You're also going to be going to my place for special tutoring on your sissification. By the end of the semester, I bet I can get you looking good enough to wear dresses and makeup to class. The best thing is, I can put you in a tight skirt without having to worry about a bulge. In the meantime, I need a new maid, and that sounds like you to me right now. I'll have to get you an adorable little French maid outfit. But shopping is so much fun. Welcome to the start of your new life, Felicity. Unless, of course, you want to be exposed. And I'm sure you don't want that, do you? Okay. Well, you might as well get going on your way. You can throw out your underwear when you get home. We'll find you something more appropriate to wear. This is going to be so fun, Felicity. Bye-bye. Well, it seems that this dumpster fire of a year is coming to a close, and I really hope that 2021 will be a damn sight better for all of us. Um, not a lot of good for me came out of this year. Um, the main thing I can think of is that, um, thanks to Shayla, I, I got a wonderful puppy, and, uh, He's been great. It's really helped me as the, you know, this year, this miserable year has kind of come to a close. I hope next year is better for all of us. And I just want you to know that no matter who you are or where you are, your support is really appreciated. And uh, I, I would not be doing this still if I didn't know a lot of people enjoyed it. And uh, it means a lot to me. And I am very grateful for those of you who support this podcast in whatever way you do, even if it's just turning in every week. So thanks again. Have a wonderful last couple days of 2020. And here's to a much brighter 2021. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Tense.